0: Oh, hello, and welcome to Al Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist, and I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil, and we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Digital Immortality. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Leviathan had a little bit of a hiccup at his lair, so we decided to uh, continue the show without him. He will be back next time. Um, And so yeah, if you want, er, for those of you not in the know, Creepypasta are short, scary stories that get copied and pasted across the internet, whether it be on wikis or forum threads. Go Google Creepypasta. Uh, and digital, uh, digital Immortality. God, I almost said digital photography! <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and Digital Immortality is by Stephen Shorter. Um, he's, his work's come up on the show before. Um, and you can check it out at creepypasta.org. Um, and there are several readings of it on YouTube. So I'll leave a, one of the links in the description below wherever this gets posted. So, we'll dive into it. The um, story tells the tale of a Russian man named Alexander Kamov and his technological achievement of transferring human minds into a machine and the horror that it that occurred because, well, it's a horror story. Nothing good comes from tampering with, like... Nature? Nature. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> if, if, if decades of sci-fi horror movies have taught us anything. <laughs> um... It goes into his backstory and the history of him losing his parents at an early age in a car accident. Um they were in comas for ten years and then they died due to a power failure when they got transferred to another location. During this time um, and on he was or yeah, during this time and on, he was a very driven person in reading and researching neuroscience and robotics, and then eventually philosophy, such as Descartes or Descartes who believed human consciousness and the physical existence of the human body were separate. So, at age 16, he was accepted into the Moscow State University. However, his obsession and some dubious activities later saw him drop out of MSU, and he went off official records for almost 25 years, before popping up here and there with scientific articles between 2001 and 2009. Then, before the end of 2011, Ads began, yeah, ads began appearing in need of terminally ill individuals wanting a chance to live forever in numerous Russian cities and towns. Um, it was one of these individuals that actually, um, brought to light the discoveries of Kamov. Um, in a retrofitted weather station in the Ural Mountains, he had built a machine, um, which was pretty much a maze of machines, um, hidden underneath the facility that... By hooking up a person to them to it would transfer their minds into the machine with some and with some of them even going into into coma states and dying and it was one of them uh, that apparently had like there was like a lawsuit thing involved and so like the ex tried to call the authorities and that's when the investigation led to this abandoned weather this this weather station in the Ural Mountains (laughs) um so yeah he got found out. There was a big political kerfuffle, and they wanted, to, they wanted him to build a way to see, make sure that these people were actually in the machine. Um, which, I've got to say, the UN is very, like, um, surprisingly trustworthy of a, of a guy who set claims that he has transferred the minds well, of the, mas- people into the machine.
1: One of the biggest issues I had is that as soon as anyone finds out about it, it's suddenly, bam, UN issue.
0: Yeah, there's no the Russian government. Well, the Russian (laughs) government's part of it, but like, but it becomes more of a UN issue than anything. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, again, this might be my horror movie um, biased. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure, like the Russians would not want to ke- want this leaking out at all, and yeah. it, it, like it would be very. I, I mean, like we had, like there have been things in real life, like the Snowden thing, where like he leaked out a bunch of information on WikiLeaks. So I mean, that kind of shit could happen, and that's why it became a UN problem. Because I think it does describe like there, like the only reason people, um, public, found out about it was because there were leaks in the. Um, in the news, however, I like how the, the the narrator does say it's like, and the 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 one inside guy who leaked out the information was summarily uh, uh, just just arrested. He wasn't like just executed, like because most times when you read like anything when I've read stuff or watched stuff about um, like Russian government stuff, it's usually just a bullet in the head for insubordination. But that might just be like. That might just
1: be the media. Trying yeah, to that, might just, be, that might just is. be
0: North American, or let's face it, American media trying to still demonize the Russians. Um, so, all right, where were we? Um, yeah, so he they ask him to build this, uh, like, build a way to get to see them because he, when he, they ask him, was like, how do you know they're there?" It's like, oh, they're in there. I just can't talk to them. I didn't build that part of the machine. And so it's like, well, can you build one? It's like, yes. And within a week, he had one built. He had a device book to um, go into the the Matrix, which essentially is what it is. Mm. Um, so he, he's a horrible programmer. Like you, you got to have unit testing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he does. He has. A... Like, how else do you know that they're in there if you can't communicate with
0: them? <laughs> I, I want to like without going too like so, uh, without being too insulting to people. Uh, it's kind of like Christian scientists. It's like I have faith. <laughs> it's like it's like it's, it's like, you know, or you know what better yet it's it's like the thing from Prometheus. It's like how do you know that uh, how do you know that life's out there? It's like because I have faith. It's like you just you have coordinates that are pulled off of a cave wall. And that's the gist of your like evidence that oh yeah, there's totally aliens out there, and there's this planet that we can go to, and there'll be aliens there. <laughs> and it's just like, how do you know that, faith? Anyway, um... <laughs>
1: well, he wasn't he a billionaire or something,
0: so he could <laughs> no, that was that was a, oh, was a sponsor. Was a sponsor. Yeah, the scientists though that found the the original evidence and stuff were like they were on board, and somebody asked them was like, how do you know they're going to be there? And and the, and they're scientists, right? It's like faith. Yeah, it was that kind of like, you're a scientist, you really shouldn't be, anyway. Anywho, um... uh, That just reminds
1: me of um, a really interesting video on YouTube, which is, uh, was it Creationism versus Bill Nye? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And and essentially Bill Nye goes and does this, I think it's like a two-hour conference where he states science... And the other guy's stating... <laughs>
0: Sorry, like yeah, right. All I think of is just be like, if we go to a conference, like, full of, like, creationists, and so he's just like, science, 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 <laughs> science. And then at the very end, science!
1: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, just that, and then... One of the things that the creationist was like, well, there's scientists who are creationists. It's not mutually exclusive. It's like, I don't know if I would trust a scientist being a creationist.
0: I mean, there, you know what I mean. I mean to counter that, I mean everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Or to, the, yeah. to their own like, th- like if you, ha- if, you have belief, if you have a belief system, if you have a belief system prior to going into the scientific community, just make sure it's separate. Well, but the
1: problem is, you have scientists like, and this is, this is one of the examples. You have scientists that are looking at stuff that's thousands, millions of years, years old, old whereas documenting book? how old they are, yet. The universe is only six thousand years
0: old. Yeah. So there's a distinct (laughs) I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying it's like I mean everybody deserves their own opinion even if sometimes it's wrong. Wow, I feel like Dr. Leviathan right now. (laughs) It has begun. (laughs) No, not again. Uh, you're really his floy, isn't it? (laughs) You're just here to try to convert me to the ways of Leviathan.
1: Well, the E does stand for evil. Damn it. He
0: is a doctor of ponerology. (laughs) Poner. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) back on to the story. Um, This doctor, Luca uh, Luca Lazov, or Lazovic, volunteers uh, and goes under when hooked up to the machine. After two hours, um, or sorry, two tenths hours of... um, of him just being in a coma or, and hooked up to this machine and like occasional nosebleeds and, and stuff. Um, he awakes and is terrified and gibbering about how the people are in there, but they're blind and screaming, and he felt that there was something else there with them in the darkness. Um, Luca seems to have recovered for it after, like later on, but then he uh, goes nuts, and in the aftermath, the public turns from sympathy for Kamov's whole plight to, um, one of hostility. It's like, he's a terrorist, or he can't be trusted. Well, anyways, wait. <laughs> That's American, not Russian. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, like, the the public turns on Kamov um, and his cause. So, during a riot outside the gates of his facility, which, again, is in the Ural Mountains at a, at a, at a, at a retrofitted, uh, weather station, um, uh, Doctor came off, goes and burns most of his notes and documents out back in a in a fire, um, and then gets a call from a, a mysterious source on his cell phone. He has a huge, he has a, a heated argument with that person. Though we never get that, si- what the other side of the story, we never like get inklings of as to what was meant, was talked about. But afterward, um, tearfully and like distressed. Uh, dr Kamov just walks out of the facility and into the Ural wilderness and is never seen again um and we are then treated to our narrator uh contemplating the political per- uh, uh the, per- the pol- yeah god damn it the political purgatory of kamov's facility see i just gotta stop doing like alliteration mm-hmm. <laughs> that's seriously what it seems like um yeah we're treated to the narrator co- uh, contemplating the political purgatory of kamov's facility and the machine and how the media has left the story in the dust um for greener pastures um like the war on terror and <laughs> and uh, those people are still inside the machine left blind and screaming and that's how the story ends so, um... you know, Mikey, you start first. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Do you want me to start or? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, my thoughts on this one: um, it's a cool sci-fi concept, uh, and it's creepy if you think about it. Like, it's it's one of those high concepts of like transhumanity yeah. or like, hey, we can survive death by just plugging our- putting ourselves in the machine. But what? What? At what cost? Um, it's. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say. I mean. We always tend to like go into like it's been done before, but for this one, it's like I mean, everything's been done before, so yeah, it's not really a well bickering. And
1: promotion. if you
0: go to Wikipedia
1: and search digital immortality, there's an entire section dedicated to the concept, yeah. Um, and if you want a reference to pop culture, um, the TV show Fringe, yeah, had an episode with the late Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. That touched Touched on the subject. subject. Um, And they approached it from the side while trying to save someone as opposed to, oh, it's an experiment for other people and (laughs) things. Which was a nice twist on it. Um, I'm sure there's more references like um, that one movie with... Yeah, um, uh, with
0: Johnny Depp. um, Was it something Ascendance or... Um, I think it was somebody who said essentially like the plot is the same thing it's like uh, John or Johnny Depp's character um, has a terminal illness but has a brilliant mind and so he focuses all his work into building a machine to put himself in so that yeah. he won't so his consciousness will survive and then the whole story is that is he really still Johnny or is he just an AI
1: or does he become the machine yeah and, and devoid then, of yeah. emotions the same exactly story.
0: yeah um, are we like yeah is, Like by the end of the movie like there's actually even like a fringe um terrorist group um that's devoted to stopping his project because they're afraid that he's going to become like the next cybernetic overlord mm-hmm. of Earth <clears throat> but uh that one was actually really like heartwarming at the end too it was like oh <gasps> yeah we're in an apocalypse now but you know what he was okay it turned <laughs> out that turning off the machine was not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it reads um uh, yeah the story that, uh, at hand um Read to me like a news journal. Um, more factual than an actual, like, traditional narrative that we see in stories and stuff. Uh, I mean, there was a story there, obviously, but there's a lot of facts yeah. put into the story. And um, the
1: the biggest thing is
0: there's a, a lot of facts
1: and not enough creepy.
0: Yes. Like, <laughs> um, it actually will be something I touch on later, um, is that... uh. The, the I'm, I'm I'm happy that like the guy go uh, Steven obviously didn't um, or didn't describe in like sh- super amounts of techno babble detail like how the machine worked and whatnot. He just gives us that it works and like this stuff happens like there's cause and effect for it. Um, I'm actually kind of happy that he didn't do, go straight to tech porn. Yeah, or, or like whatever, uh, what's his name. Um... Tom Clancy, kind of levels of, like, describing every bit of tech. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, he could have explained it a little bit more from the creepy side to... Get you going? Yeah, like I actually have uh, had. Uh, I was left at the end. It's like, what the fuck is that other thing that you felt in the darkness? Like, aside from it, it was like, like it, it doesn't seem like it's an it's one another one of those stories where like nothing really threatened the characters. Yeah, aside from the vic- the poor victims that are stuck in those. Yeah, ships. they were. And I had, to, I had to be like that guy. But I mean, they were dead already. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: it, it's a thing where the victims themselves were terminally ill.
0: Yeah, they were on. death they were
1: going to die anyway. So it becomes a question of whether or not um they were treated fairly yeah at the end but even then
0: that's not really creepy exactly yeah like again the concept of the st- that the story's trying to yeah like it seems like Steve didn't have or like didn't want to uh, muddle the story with like the nitty gritty of like of actual like detail about how the machine works. Yeah, uh, it was all just to serve the, the, his the narr the narrative of his concept that he had, which he st- mm-hmm. which he started off with, which is the whole thing. It was like, what cost do we pay for you know digital immortality? Mm-hmm. Um, or he took he saw probably saw the digital immortality concept. Um, and I was like, Hey, I can make a story out of this. Yeah. Um, but so like the, the, the concept itself is, is creepy if you think about it, but the story doesn't really present a huge, super creepiness. No. And like, it, and I think it's also because like, while he doesn't le- give us like super amounts of detail on certain things like the machine, he also doesn't give us a lot of detail about what exactly the story is. Like who's the benefactor to Kamov, yeah, like why does he in, get into a heated argument and cry and then walk out into the wilderness when he gets that phone call? like why does he burn his stuff? um how are we know? how how do we know any of the information that we have on this guy and like his mm-hmm. material and some of that from our narrator like our narrator's supposed to, i i took it to be like a journalist in Russia yeah. doing this article, but like well, he even mentions it, early on that like a lot of the documentation was burned and destroyed, yeah, and th- this is what was pieced together of what was That's found. A pretty good piecing together, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. some
1: little liberties here and there, but yeah, yeah this is
0: the. <laughs> like, I mean, I could see him getting information about Cameo's like backstory and stuff like that, and him because yeah. we never actually like he never doesn't say like what he was doing exactly for well, twenty-five years, although. It is interesting that the guy who like just went off the grid for twenty five years and then was, but was also sending like scientific articles to like Time Magazine yeah. <laughs> and so it was like or like Russian or like similar like scientific journals. And I was like, huh?
1: I'm off the grid and yet I'm publishing. <laughs>
0: and, you know, I'm <laughs> Yeah, the story doesn't represent, like, it's not, it, it's a fascinating, when I was reading it, I was never, like, fully immersed in dread or, like, creepiness, it was more or less a, like, oh, this is a fascinating read, or this is a, kind of an, an intriguing idea, I would like to read more. So I did actually enjoy the read of it, but, like, as a creepy story, it didn't really follow through, mm-hmm. aside from, you know, oh, they're screaming, because the blind, like, they're blind and screaming, like, that revelation is, like, for a moment gives you a bit of a creepiness, it's like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like shit went wrong, um, and I think that's also um, that's. I think that was one of the things that Dr. Leviathan had when we asked him about the story prior to the mishap <laughs> was uh, that he didn't like the story because it was um, it was there was nothing like it was too vague about certain elbow th- yeah stuff right yeah. yeah too vague on well even the
1: technology like uh, you was saying like well. Our brain is nothing but electrical impulses, yeah. translating that to a computer, which is... So. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, exactly. Like, you could add that in. I think he does actually mention, like, or in, uh, in the story it's mentioned that, like, the human brain is, like, this amount of terabytes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it goes into that, yeah. but, I mean, it doesn't actually go into, like, what we know already about, like... I mean, it's not possible to do it, but it's, we have like, ideas for it that Stephen could have used... Mm-hmm. To uh, like add it into the story to make it more believable.
1: Yeah, well, um,
0: don't fully explain what's no, happening, no, but let's give a uh, basic, give a little bit more than like. Because yeah. I mean, like again, I did say like I'm glad you didn't do tech porn, but at the same time, like or like techno babble, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, there actually I do there was a there was an instance where like he was talking about plugging people into the machine. I was like, and then like their minds getting just flowing through the, the labyrinth, and I was like. And there was a brief moment where I was like, wait, are they hooked up? Or he's, is he just, like, putting them all, like, like like making them comatose, and then their minds are just coming out of their body and just going into... Just like <laughs> Is it, like, some kind of weird spiritualist kind of thing? But, yeah, then I reread it, and I was like, oh, no, he does actually plug it in. But, like, for a moment there, I was like, wait, how... Like, it was just described wrong, or it was yeah. written, um, I guess, improperly, to, like, make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have? I have a couple more things. Oh, yeah, a nitpick for this one, for me, uh, is... Uh, so it mentions the whole thing, this whole thing at the very beginning, is is his opus magnum is called... Um, magnum opus. Sorry, his magnum opus <laughs> um, is called Project Velox, locks and, and that's at the beginning. And then at the end, it's called The Lazarus Machine. First off, I'm just like... Lazarus Engine. Lazarus Engine. And so the first time I was like, why is, it, why is there two different names for this thing when he had one at the beginning? Um, the other part was like, oh, well, Velox, it must be something Russian. So I went online on, on Google, typed in Velox, expecting to find a Russian word. Uh, but I did not. I found it is a planet. Velox is the name of a planet in a sci-fi fantasy series called uh, Pendragon. And the book in particular is called "The Reality Bugs, circa 2003. Um, and the book is seems to be about um, the planet, or the planet itself is populated. Uh, the major, uh, the majority of the planet is populated by um, people that are in a VR um, simulation. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that might have been the inspiration for the story as well, or like for the um, like maybe yeah. he was well, reading the story or something and liked the name, so he used that the initially, and then was like. Maybe he came up to the same conclusion I just did with where. Because, like, so that book came out in 2003. Wow. He was, uh, like, he was operating from 2001 to 2009. (laughs) He was already old. He's a Russian, uh, like, an isolated part of Russia. I don't think he'd have access to a book series from North America. Yeah. I could be wrong. Wow. Um, It's just my jaded or my sheltered it could just be my sheltered opinion because i don't like i, I know books do get translated to other countries but i don't i can't see came reading yeah. the Pendragon series yeah. well and
1: when i looked it up um uh, i sort of looked past the uh the book mentioning and looked at the
0: other links and... yeah and you found velox i think it was because yeah because it was a single e whereas velox starts with two e's and that's yeah. Well, and yeah. it had, um, it was focused on the astral plane. Yeah, I did see which that. Which is yeah. sort of, sort of... It, it's sort of connected re- to the spirit world or, like, the yeah. consciousness. Like, because, I mean, like, that's... It's 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 an Eastern mythology, or it's an Eastern philosophy yeah. of, like, the astral plane. Like, meditating will take you to the astral plane kind of thing, so... Yeah, I could see so, it. Yeah, yeah, I could see it for that, but, I mean, like... That double E is what makes me think that it was more for the book, mm. because yeah, while there is a word for ve- called velox it's why wasn't it velox <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean it was only used once in the story, so maybe it was maybe it was a um, uh, a typo mm-hmm. but um the other one that's really nitpicky for me um, or that yeah, like, even I think it, like, I kind of have a hard connection to this. Um, so, it came off, is mentioned, like, early on, it stated that he is Jewish. Um, so, why would he use a Christian figure like Lazarus for this, like, for his project name, other than, I mean, and then I counterpoint it with, other than the fact that it's resurrection, um, or has yeah. to do with resurrection. I think that's, and, and I think there was another, there was actually, I can't remember if it was Leviathan or you, that came up with a better name solution for that uh it wasn't but uh, the the thing to yeah. take from that is that jews
1: don't deny that jesus existed yeah <laughs> so because technically
0: happened. jesus was jewish yeah
1: <laughs> Jesus was a Jew.
0: um yeah so i mean it just it it just kind of like it came off to me like initially as kind of weird that he do that um and again it also attributes the fact that well, I enjoyed the read and, like, learning this guy's backstory, a lot of it was kind of unnecessary, and I believe that's another thing yeah. from Leviathan is that, uh, as well, is that it was very, the, a lot of that backstory did not need to be done. It could have been, we could have done without it. Yeah,
1: like, the, the parents being in a coma for ten, 10 years.
0: And then later, but then later, they died because they were transferred to another facility, and it, the power went out. It was yeah. like, it's just really specific, like, yeah. like just offhanded things, yeah. Um, and then
1: his pursuit to essentially go into a coma to go
0: into a machine. <laughs> yeah, you would think that he'd like have a trigger for comas? Yeah. Like I mean, I, and I, like I, I'm not really laughing at that because I mean like triggers are a serious thing. Um, but yeah, like the, it just makes more sense that he wouldn't try and like he'd that he'd probably de- like, he, It was such a traumatic experience with his parents being in comas. Yeah. Why would he want to subject somebody to the same thing? Unless... And he does show... Actually, it does, I think, he even mention, like... I mean, at least when he loses, like, three of his patients, um, mm-hmm. he actually does have, like, ornate... Or very, like, thoroughly, uh, like, done up, like, graves for them. Like, even mm-hmm. with wreaths and stuff like that. So he yeah. does have some compassion yeah, um, for the living and and the dead. Uh, it's just... It, yeah, yeah. Like, it would have probably been a trigger for him to have... To, for people to be in comas. Like, is yeah. that really living? Although,
1: another way which you could have spun it is doing it so that, for people who are in comas, so that you can say your last goodbyes to someone. That would make more sense. But again, that's not really
0: (laughs) explained or touched on or... Yeah, and like again, the whole thing is like, oh, it took him a week to do to build the uh, the device to, go, to to check up on them. It's like it's almost as if he had it planned maybe from the beginning. It's like
1: he, chances are he already had it. it yeah, well, it, testing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, I have it up and running, but this is version 1.0 and my newest upgrade is version 1.5. So, it doesn't quite work with the new version. I better
0: update that." Yeah. Which is why it only took a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, I also liked the i, I did well the, the one thing I did like about the description of the machine was that like oh well, like it actually like the technology started going getting outdated as he went on, so he just started rather than replace it all, he just started like hardwiring, like hooking it all up and like retrofitting it yeah. to, to work <laughs> and I, I kind of like it gets, it, again, it adds to his like obsession and his like desperate desperation to get this done. Yeah. Um, well, and... I just wish that we knew what the who the fuck was paying him, because <laughs> like, it wasn't the government according to, because it's like, well, Putin, because uh, it does mention, like, what happened to the machine after, like, the uh, UN wanted it to be, um, stay safe and some of that, but Putin was, like, has his claws on it, or his arm hands on it, not to demonize Russians, um, has his hands on it and stuff, so he doesn't want anything to do, he doesn't want anybody mm-hmm. else to touch it, um... But it wasn't the guy, but they didn't know until the investigation happened. Yeah, and so it's like where was what like and then like again like who was who was on the other, who was phone who was on the other side of that phone <laughs> call. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, just going
1: back to the computer thing that you pointed out there, where he starts off with so much technology, and, and then it
0: has to retrofit retro accommodate. Um,
1: when you think about it. He needs what was it two thousand five hundred terabytes, terabytes yeah. per person. Yeah. And there's what, thirty?
0: Yep. Yeah. There were thirty people hooked up to that thing, yeah.
1: Old technology can't handle that. <laughs> so yeah. it like it would have taken like the retrofitting, but then you run into um essentially the uh Windows Experience Index where your computer is only as fast as the Lois part. part. Oh god yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> so, that's something
0: but we'll consider. Yeah, yeah.
1: So which got me thinking, okay, so you move your consciousness into this computer.
0: Yeah. That's
1: slow and has limited to no internet connection. Of course you're going to be screaming. <laughs> I would
0: be too if I had to... <laughs> the 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 <laughs> <laughs> for an eternity. Oh, God. Yeah. By the way, Mikey, the E stands for evil, is also my team wizard. The T stands for terror. <laughs> um, so,
1: yeah, no, exactly, yeah. He,
0: like, <laughs> leave it to the tech guy to <laughs> find the <flaws. laughs> but, Yeah, like... I <laughs> just... see, and all I keep hearing is the dial tone. (laughs) Truly, I am in hell. And that's the
1: other entity, is the dial
0: tone. dial tone, yeah. Yeah, no, cool, oh, you know what I just realized? So they're blind, right? So, like, they don't have any visual output because they're on a computer. What if the reason, like, that other presence is actually just the equivalent of hearing something, and so it's just the dial tone? It's It's just white noise or the dial tone from the old machines? Oh, my God, that's... That's that's realistically dark and gritty. I love it kind of. Like it's a lo- I like it a lot more than just being having there being like some random demon or something in the machine. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Like that if that was the twist. Seriously, Steve, if you if you ever go around to fixing this, maybe have that like as a consideration for why like they're screaming and just in hell. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <sighs> uh. Do you have anything else, Mike?
1: Um, another thing from Doctor Leviathan. Yes, uh, was the the ending where he could the author could have had it come from someone who was in the machine.
0: Yeah, right. Where it was actually like somebody typing up the whole this whole journal thing because mm-hmm. they had access to all the data, the, yeah. the actual informational data. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how, like, the guy knew all of came off's information and mm-hmm. it could honestly be that girl like the the one woman that caused all the that caused it to come to light again um yeah i do like that like it, it's and and because like they're hooked up to a machine like what what are the chances that came off didn't hook it up to wireless so that he can get they can go to the internet and post it there <laughs> <laughs> yes the real horror is that they're actually all just stuck in four- they they were they they couldn't they weren't blind before they were blind for like maybe they were blind after about maybe five seconds and that was only because they checked out 4chan. <laughs> 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 they gazed into the deep web <laughs> and found horrors <laughs> um. Alright,
1: uh, this also uh, touches a little bit on philosophy, mm-hmm. and how the character uh, studied Descartes. Yeah. Is it uh, Descartes or Descartes?
0: It's Finch. It, <laughs> okay, so okay, so it's French. Okay, yeah. Descartes. Um,
1: yeah. But uh, who, who's famous for, I think, therefore you is. Wait, no, no. That's, uh, <laughs> I
0: think, therefore I am. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just
1: quoted uh, the late Ray DiTato. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams.
0: Yeah, so I think they're. Man, we're just (laughs) we're just naming off like like late greats. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Jameson, Williams, Williams. Descartes.
1: Anyway, an interesting thing. uh, Just a side note, uh, because I had been reading a little bit of philosophy before I actually read this, and, and. They're just a random post on the internet. And how people... Some people have a way of thinking that uh, essentially memory and consciousness are separate. So your memory is tied to your brain. Yeah. But your consciousness isn't. So it's kind of the mix between
0: ROM and RAM? Or it's the difference Uh, between that? Sort of.
1: But anyway, it's going on that you could move Mm. your consciousness into other things and all that.
0: And your memory dies with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I get why they're screaming. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, a- and the interesting thing oh god that's like so we, we have digital <laughs> uh, sorry just like not to cut you out like I just envision like uh, and this is a horrible thing like this actually makes this really terrible like terrifying. It's just it, it's a digital landscape of um, oh, what the hell is the word for them. Um, people who lose their memory at, at, with age alzheimer's uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 just a, a digital health health space of of just alzheimer' victims <laughs> like that's why they're screaming <laughs> oh god, that's horrifying, <laughs> oh God, I would not worship out of my worst enemy <laughs> Got <to Leviathan>. no. <laughs> uh no um
1: yeah holy crap, okay, so anyway continue. so an interesting part about that that's also sort of sidetrack is that because of the separation uh some people believe that the universe is only five minutes old. <laughs> Take that, creationists. <laughs> Take that, mom. <laughs> yeah. Because you're only yeah, conscious.
0: I know, no, yeah. <laughs> so wait, the, the universe is just actually really young because we have the memories of goldfish? <laughs> oh my god. That's... Oh... <laughs> all right yeah and that's all for my notes so you got okay so and i guess now we're boiling down to the the wire which is actually something i was dreading because i don't know my what to give this one i would i would it might be a conditional recommendation um i would recommend it for the concept because it is written well i thought um if even if it's written as a journal like a, a newspaper journal and Wow! Well, but and if you're going for the concept, you can find it easily on Wikipedia. I know, but I mean, like you know, sometimes it's nice just to read a story <laughs> that has the concept in it, rather than just. I, I mean, this is actually kind of close. This is like kind of one jump ho- or hop skipping away from just being a Wikipedia article in terms of the the narrative, um, because it feels so much like just an editorial
1: journal uh, thing.
0: Um, but otherwise, like I can't really recommend it for. The creep for as a creepy because it's it's a it's not creepy <laughs> yeah. aside from the concept like the concept yeah. of, like if there was more of a punch to it um, like we've stated on the show um, I would recommend it as a creepy pasta like if you if it was if if it was to be redone with like a definite like not not so much ambiguity mm-hmm. as to like why there's something hor- what the benefactor um, the the horror beyond the machine in the machine and stuff like that like if we find out actually what it is I could recommend it but yeah otherwise I can't really recommend it I enjoyed the read but I mean there's just so many things that I that we could pick at it yeah, because so. the problem is it's not creepy. There's
1: no real character that you care for.
0: Yeah, like, I mean. And
1: that has a tragedy or
0: anything that, like, came off based on. Is, had a tragic life. Yeah. But he's not really, he's presented as this desperate, cold yeah, he's, figure. He is the mad scientist. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, I'm actually surprised Dr. Leviathan did not find a kindred spirit in that. But, um, oh, and actually one thing before we end uh, is that. The ending paragraph, where it's the, the narrator switching to his own contemplative, I that that was the one that really kind of like made me feel like it was a news article. But at the same time, like, who the fuck is this person? Like, is this yeah. just came off reading, like, uh, 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 writing in the in the third person, and um, and is like is he now in like like living in the slums of Saint Petersburg, um, doing news articles <laughs> or, or writing this out, um, or is this just again just a no name um, journalist? kind of thing like I just it, it was we focus. he focused so much through the story on the actual like came off incident and stuff like that in the machine and then suddenly the last paragraph is this guy who's been narrating up to this point but we finally get we get a little bit more about his personality and some of that it's like well, that might be fun good for, like, if we'd known a little bit more about that prior. Like, maybe in the mm-hmm. beginning, like, introduce it like it was an yeah. article. Because that's the other thing that also kind of breaks it from being, like, a legit article is that um, a lot of journalists tend to give their their um, an introduction to themselves or something that mm-hmm. at the beginning and then finish off with, like, their thoughts at the end. Yeah. They don't just go dive into the story and or into the, into the article and then at the end they narrate their uh, what they're doing at that exact moment while they're typing up their article <laughs> and they're contemplative of it. Um, yeah so sorry Steve, too much ambiguity to be really creepy for me so and Mikey
1: um, yeah the, the story sort of fell flat like not enough bubbles <laughs> in, <laughs> in a soda
0: type thing. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So you, you didn't enjoy the read then?
1: Um, well, like I said, it was just mostly fact, 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 fact. A little bit of dialogue,
0: fact, fact, fact. Yeah. And I mean, it was an interesting turn of events, but... Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's not getting my recommendation okay. to read. Yeah, and... And yours is conditional, right? Yeah,
0: mine's conditional just because like I did enjoy the read of it. So, I mean, if you want to read a interesting if tragic story with... The concept of transhumanity or of digital immortality. Yeah. Weird title. Right.
1: Uh, well, and the biggest flaw with digital immortality is power. Yeah. Like, sure, you've transformed... You've transmitted yourself to computer. Now, your battery only has four hours. You have exactly four hours
0: left. <laughs> your immortality is four hours long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I feel like... I I rec- I, rec- I have a conditional recommendation to it, and I, but otherwise I wouldn't recommend it as a cream pasta. However, I would actually like to see this, like, look, re-looked at and maybe, like, some of the kinks can be worked out. It's not an irredeemable yeah. pasta. So Well, th- the concept is there. Yeah, it's and we, like, we just went through uh, probably about an hour of, uh, of things that we could do, to, that we would do to fix it. So, like, it's, like, they're not like, it's not just like, oh no, this is crap. This is, like, never see the light of day um no like it's just there are some patches that you need to be done yeah <laughs> some yeah. Pa- update patches <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is version 1.0 we'd like to see
1: 1.5 perhaps 2.0 <laughs> so give the author about a week and it'll be done
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, just segue right back to old joke <laughs> all right <laughs> well but that's it for this week's episode. But if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, um, we do welcome criticism of our own criticisms. It's layers upon layers. It's inception. <laughs> um, leave a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on KiwiSex, Facebook, YouTube, um, Tumblr. We're sorry, I'm on Twitter, Mikey, <laughs> um, at ReviewCultist, at Dr. Leviathan's on Twitter at Dr. Leviathan. And you can um, also send us an email at rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us creepypasta suggestions that you'd like us to discuss on the show. So, oh, and um, you can also uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That would be helpful. And if you would like, you could donate. Go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com where you can check out all the title cards for each episode. And on the side, there's a little donate button. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. And I was like, digital immortality. (laughs) Digital immortal. There can only be one. (laughs) (laughs) That's digital (laughs) highland.